Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Happy Monday. Thank you so much. It's going to be a snow-filled commute on the way home today. Yeah, it is. It's exciting. I mean, if it's going to be freezing cold, we'd at least like to see some snow. Uh, yeah, it's going to it's going to be rough. But uh, <laughs> It's going to be fun. We'll keep you warm. I like snow. Yeah. All right, let's get started with the Disney Parks blog. They have uh, a bit of a Valentine theme this week. They do. It's uh, Since Valentine's Day is coming up, there are a whole bunch of Valentine uh, foodie items uh, that are available. So out in Disneyland, you can get at Marceline's Confectionery and Trolley Treats the Be Mine Apple, uh, which is a Granny Smith apple dipped in caramel and robed in red chocolate and then decorated in white and dark chocolate with a chocolate bee. Strawberry Cake Pop, um, Dark Chocolate Marshmallow Wand, the Dark Chocolate Dipped Strawberry, the Milk Chocolate Strawberry Swirl, the White Chocolate Dipped Strawberry, the Pink Candy Mini Apple, and the Tuxedo Strawberry. Out in uh, Disney World, you can get a whole bunch of stuff. At the Ganacherie, they have a Sweetheart Mini Pinata, um, which is a chocolate sphere filled with uh, heart-shaped dots and marshmallow treats. Uh, the Love Note Heart Pinatas, Strawberries and Champagne Ganache Squares, I Wish You Ganache Lollipop. Oh, I'm sorry. The I Heart You Ganache Lollipop. Uh, the Dip Strawberry Bouquet, which I would probably buy for you because I like strawberries <laughs> and chocolate. Me too. The Love is in the Air Petit Cake. The Le Grand, Ar- uh, the Le Grand Armour. Amour. Eclair. I was going to say Armour. You okay with it? Because nothing says love more than an Armour. That's true, though. I'd rather have an Armour than a... I don't know what the other thing was. At uh, Marketplace Snacks, they have a special Valentine Swirl, which is a Dole Whip strawberry and chocolate soft serve with chocolate-dipped strawberry garnish. At the Magic Kingdom and Royal uh, various carts, they have the Royal Majesty Strawberry-flavored cake pop dipped in red chocolate. In Epcot, you can get the Valentine's Day Sugar Cookie, uh, the Red Velvet Cake at the Coral Reef. Le Cellier has a Red Velvet Chocolate Bar. Um, at the Animal Kingdom, you can get the Valentine's Brownie with Moose Dome, uh, the Valentine's Cupcake. At the Flame Tree Barbecue, you can get the Valentine's Cupcake. Dino Bite Snack, you have a Valentine Ice Cream Sandwich. At Tiffin's, they have a Valentine's Dessert, which is a Chocolate Hazelnut Mousse, Pistachio Cookie, Berry Coolie, uh, Pistachio Sponge, Chocolate Ganache, and Hazelnut Liquor Infused Chocolate Strawberry. Uh, if I recall correctly, your nickname in high school was Berry Coolie, was it not? Stop it. Uh, over at the Nomad Lounge, you can get the Rose Rose, which is a vodka with a single estate rye, simple syrup, rose water, and rose brute. I guess that is a drink. And then, of course, there are various snacks available at uh, all of your resorts. All right. So a ton of Valentine's snacking can be done. Yes. Well, I can snack on pretty much anything. It doesn't even have to be specifically Valentine's. So that is true. That's just an extra treat. Um, and then did you go through the ones at Disney Springs? Uh, well, you can if you're if you're. Hungry, you can, of course, get the food. But if you're shopping, they, of course, have gift guides for you. Oh, for all okay. the items available at Disney Springs. Okay. So just a quick overview. Uh, of course, you can get Pandora jewelry, um, Alex and Annie. Uh, let's see. Uh, the pop-up, the Love Pop store has some adorable little pop-up cards. I enjoyed that when we went in. It's Yeah, in, they have great January. stuff. Uh, great cards, a little on the pricey side. Cheryl doesn't like to pay more than 99 cents for a card. I'm all about the dollar store for cards. Yeah, and some of these cards were a little more expensive. Um, but Basin, you can get, um, you know, bath bombs and fruity smelling and uh, flower smelling bath bombs and soaps. Kate Spade, if you want to spend a little more, you can get some uh, Valentine's Kate Spades. Lily Pulitzer, 
Um, if you purchase something over uh, $75, you get a free hairpin. You get a pair of bamboo earrings when you spend $150 and a printed jewelry box when you spend $300. Um, sugar and Boo, you can get I Love You decor, uh, home decor, arts, cartwork, cards, artwork, <laughs> and more. I am like having a stroke. You're having I? a little trouble, definitely. Uh, and at UGG, you can celebrate with the Lunar New Year collection. And uh, at Vera Bradley, you can get the new Sweethearts pattern. So uh, a lot, lot of fun stuff there if uh, you're so inclined to buy yourself, uh, your, your mate, something for Valentine's Day. Okay, great. Are you going to buy something for me? I'm going to buy you flowers. Oh, I like flowers. You do. Uh, Disney has invited you to celebrate soulfully at Walt Disney World. That's right. Uh, in Walt Disney World, as a part of February's Black History Month, uh, Disney is celebrating black heritage, culture, uh, black heritage and culture through music, food, art, and more. Uh, so the Soul of Jazz and American Adventure debuts on Monday, today, at Epcot. This will be in the American Pavilion at the American Adventure. Uh, it features Joe Gardner from Disney and Pixar's Soul, and the exhibit showcases historic artifacts of famous jazz musicians and invites you on a musical tour of the United States to learn more about uh, jazz. Um, Celebrate Soulfully at Disney Springs uh, is a uh, way to bring together several new offerings in February, in the Shopping, Dining, and Entertainment District of Disney. There will be jazz-inspired performances, new art displays, special food, menus, and more. Um, there will be four new art displays based on Disney Pixar's Soul. Um, and then three evenings per week, you will have Mon Motown Mondays Jazz, uh, Motown Mondays Jazz Thursdays, and Smooth Sundays at Disney Springs. Also, Amaret's Patisserie will offer treats inspired by Soul, and Walt Disney Animation Studios' The Princess and the Frog. And then as part of their Movies Under the Stars program, Disney Resort Hotels throughout the month of February will show films celebrating black culture such as The Princess and the Frog. All right. Yeah, so a lot of stuff going on at Disney. Yes. So some of your favorite shampoo is actually available for purchase, as, as well as some of the other uh, featured items that they have at the Disney resorts. That's right. If you're like me, part of Disney is all about the smells and the scents and textures. Um, <laughs> smells and scents, I think, are the same thing. Smells and scents. No. <laughs> Something can have a scent, but not a smell. No. No? Okay. <laughs> um you know, some people like popcorn. You know, when you're walking down Main Street, you smell that popcorn. You know what I like when I go to Disney, specifically on the Disney cruises? What? Is the shampoo smell. Yes. It's got that sea salt. Uh, it just has a very distinctive smell. And yeah, they, it smells like the cruise line. Right. They ended up taking that shampoo and putting it in all of the resorts. So now Disney Parks blog has a uh, just a post to remind people that uh, through the company H2O Plus, uh, you can actually purchase a lot of the um, beauty, what do you call them? Amenities? Beauty amenities? I guess, sure. Shampoos, conditioners. Toiletries. Soaps, toiletries. There you go. Thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, you can purchase the revitalizing shampoo. They have the conditioner. They have the soap. And they also have the body lotion. So uh, you can check that out and go to uh, shopdisney.com and look up H2O Plus and get any of the toiletries you like. Fabulous. Do you have a favorite toiletry? I like the lotion. Okay. 
Yeah, because the thing about the shampoo and the conditioner is there's certain shampoos and conditioners that are better for people's, you know, for people's hair. So right. I have certain shampoo and conditioner that I like to use, mm-hmm. but I like the lotion. I will wash my hair with anything. If you give me a <laughs> cup of chicken soup, I would wash my that hair That is with so it. not true. You're very specific as to what you like for your hair. So I don't know how you're managing to use their shampoo and conditioner. I love their shampoo. <laughs> All right. Um... So the food carts have returned and seating areas are extended again at California Adventure. Yep. A lot of food carts set up around California Adventure. Um, In front of the closed cart, they circle. Uh, You can purchase ice cream um, and other options while they prepare to reopen the restaurant. Uh, Candy, cotton candy is available again uh, at the Disneyland Resort. They have put up an extended seating area around Grizzly Peak. Uh, along with umbrellas. So that is a nice break from the uh, California sun. And um, also, uh, you know, not everything is open in uh, California at Disney Springs. Uh, So a quick rundown at Disney, uh, the downtown Disney district, Uh, the Naples Ristorante E Bar is open. Um, And now the page won't load, so we can't see anything. Oh, no. Yeah. Let's what see. What are we going to do? Uva Bar and Cafe is open. It would have been easier if this was in a list. The Black Tap is open. The Ballast Point is open. Tortilla Joe's is open. Of course, these are all right now set up just for outdoor seating. Uh, the Jazz Kitchen will be reopening soon. Okay. Splitsville is currently closed. Um, so those are the main dining locations that uh, Disney is letting people know are open. Yeah, I mean, it's just nice that they're back. Right. I don't know about some of the smaller things like the Wetzel's Pretzel Stand. Right. Uh, they haven't right. Published, publicized whether those are open or not. But your main restaurants, that's what's currently open. Perfect. Okay. And then um, at Downtown Disney, also most of the locations there are now open for outdoor dining. And that's what I just mentioned. It is? Yep. But what's also open are a lot of the dining uh, options at Universal. at Universal City Walk. Okay. At uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, so Antojitos is open. Um, Johnny Rockets is open. Uh, you know, once again, socially distant seating is available. There are lines. Um, it's just odd because the way Universal's got it set up is it's just a lot of stuff set up in their walkways with dividers. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, you're trying to walk down, there's maybe a, a 10 foot path that, you know, path that has, it's 10 foot across and they're using six feet of it for seating. Right. So things are a little more, uh, uh, you know, tight, a little yeah. tighter than yeah. than before. Okay. But at least they're open, and that's a, that's a good start. Absolutely. Um, however, the White House does not think that maybe these things should be open, um, in Florida at least. Correct. The White House Corona Task Force has recommended that Florida should close down their bars and restaurants. However, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is against that proposed uh broad sweeping closure and he believes that everything should be open um you know florida right now is in the red zone as far as hospitalizations go which is why the white house is calling for their closure Uh, but governor desantis believes that every job is essential if you work in a restaurant you have your back if you are a hairstylist we protect your right to earn a living if you are a parent we ensure your kids have the right to in-person learning lockdowns do not work yeah. That is what Governor DeSantis believes. Okay. I'm kind of with him. Uh, and then let's see. The operating hours have been released for Disney World through April 17th. 
That's right, the week of April 11th through the 17th, Magic Kingdom open 9 to 6, Epcot 11 to 7, Hollywood Studios 10 to 7, Animal Kingdom 9 to 5, Disney Springs 10 to 10 on the weekdays, 10 to 10 on the weekends, and Blizzard Beach 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. And then they extended some hours for Valentine's Week? That's right, Valentine's Week. The Magic Kingdom will be open uh, until 10 p.m. on February 14th, 15th, 19th, and 20th. It will close on 9 p.m. Uh, at 9 p.m. on February 16th and at 7 p.m. on February 17th and 18th. Uh, Epcot was originally scheduled to uh, be open from 11 to 7. They will now be closing at 10 p.m. on February 14th, 8 p.m. on the 15th through the 19th, and at 9 p.m. on February 20th. Hollywood Studios will just move their opening back to uh, 9 a.m. instead of 10 a.m., and they will close at 7 p.m. daily. Uh, Animal Kingdom, which was supposed to open at 9 a.m. and close at 5, will now be open at 8 a.m. every uh, all of the days that week. And on February 13th through the 15th, they will close at 8 p.m. On February 20th, they will close at 7 p.m., and they will close at 5 p.m. the rest of the week. All right. Um, Disney has updated their COVID protection guidelines. That's right. They have modified it in two areas. The first one is for their larger groups. um, And Disney is now asking groups over 10 guests in size to to split into smaller parties in queues, restaurants, and other spaces. Uh, I'm not sure what other spaces are. (laughs) Just anything you can think of. That's right. Um, So that is for groups. And then their mask policy Uh, They have modified their mask policy regarding transparent face coverings. Uh, So if you have a face covering that has an integrated plastic panel, uh, you can have that. However, it must be a fabric face covering featuring a solid plastic panel with no openings that is attached to fabric on all sides using tight uh, tight knit stitching. They must also meet all face covering requirements outlined for regular face masks. All right. Yeah, that's that's a good um, update because there's just some people who you really do need to be able to see someone's mouth. That's right. It's specifically for people who read lips. Right. So, well, for the people that go with right. the person who reads exactly. lips. Okay. Um, the Liberty Square Market has reopened with some changes. They did. Um, there was no work to the exterior of the building. So it kind of looks the same. It, it looks, you know, identical to how it did before uh, they reopened. Um, and they did reopen after a brief refurbishment. They're currently selling turkey legs, all beef hot dogs, Mickey pretzels, and a Minute Maid frozen slushy, uh, along with chips, fruits, uh, mandarin trail mix, and and whatnot. Um, but what they did is they changed um, they changed the counter spaces. Uh, it's a new white countertop uh, counter space right. area. It used to be a dark wood, um, but now it has been changed to a countertop that resembles more of the architecture, uh, architectural style that you would find in the nearby Hall of Presidents. Okay. So it's it's more of an aesthetic uh, change as opposed to a, a functional change. Right. Um, Disney is preparing to open Soul of Jazz that's going to be in Epcot in the American Pavilion. That's right. We mentioned this earlier uh, when we were talking from the Disney Parks blog, um, but the Soul of Jazz and American Adventure – uh, as I mentioned, will be a musical tour of America to teach you about the genre of jazz. Um, and uh, this will occur in the America Pavilion. Everything is in there. All of the pictures are covered up. Um, but what they have done is all the pictures in there were paintings by Disney legends like Herb Ryman and Blaine Gibson. 
and uh, they have covered them up and are going to be replacing them with uh, uh, jazz pictures. Uh, and these pictures have actually been in there and on display since Epcot opened. So it's kind of a big deal that they have changed them. All right. Uh, there's no word on how long the Soul of Jazz exhibit will be on display or how long uh, until they replace, if they decide to replace these works of art back into the American Adventure later on. Right. All right. Um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure has had some merchandise released. Yeah, even though the ride is not open and we have no opening date yet, uh, a lot of ride merch has been opened, uh, opened, released, such as uh, Remy headband, uh, ear headband, a talking plush, T-shirts, um, you know, you name it, uh, they've, they've got the merchandise. I really like the uh, Remy ears because it's a mouse nose with a little chef's hat and then the, uh, the mouse ears. Right. Um, so if you want to get some Remy merchandise before the rush of people starts, uh, now's the time to head over to Epcot and do it. Okay. And what do we have next here? Um, all the opening scene animatronics have been removed from the Grand Fiesta tour. Yeah, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that the Donald animatronic had been broken. Uh, he was replaced by a bush with a with his sombrero, uh, and then that bush was removed. Um, and now they have removed all three of the animatronics. So they have also removed Panchito and Jose, and they have replaced them with flat character cutouts. Okay. Which looks uh, just kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah. But last summer, Jose's... Uh, animatronic was having issues now donald's having it maybe they just took out ponchito because they figured they'd uh, do some preventative maintenance before he went haywire maybe okay um we have a construction update for epcot yes a uh, bunch of construction going on there of course uh the guardians of the galaxy they've started work on the facade uh so that is good news um the destruction of Interventions continues uh, to take place in Intervention West. They are still demoing that part of the uh, of the park. Um, the Gelateria section in Italy, that building looks to be uh, nearing completion. Uh, screen testing on the Harmonious Barges continues to occur daily. No idea when the screens or the uh, fountain aspect of those barges is going to begin. So there's a ton of work being done um, in Epcot and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a park undergoing a, a multi-million dollar transformation. Um, and hopefully it'll be done soon. Awesome. Uh, and Hollywood studios, the gone Hollywood is going to be closed indefinitely. That's right. Gone Hollywood. We mentioned last weekend, uh, that it had opened. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's at Disney California adventure. Okay. It's not at Hollywood studios. All right. Uh, gone Hollywood, even though it just reopened last month, it's they're going to be closing. So that is uh, another store that uh, that won't be selling anything. <laughs> okay. And I apologize. I told you that was Hollywood Studios you did. and it wasn't. But actually in Hollywood Studios, the Calcestes? Calcestes. Calcestes. Uh, Legacy Lightsaber <laughs> has been revealed at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. You're just going to take over because I just can't even say yeah. it. <laughs> uh, they had a product preview. And this lightsaber will be released uh, in the fall of 2021. All right. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it, it's a big deal because, um, uh, you know, it's got a blue blade, but there's going to be an adapter available to make it into a dual-sided lightsaber. All right. Yeah. Neat. Mm -hmm. 
at Disney Springs, the M&M store is officially open. How did that happen just overnight? I don't know. It, you know, they were putting the signs up yeah. last week and bang, no soft opening, no. Uh, no rumors, just, hey, we're open. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the M&M store at uh, uh, Disney Springs is open. You know, it was originally scheduled to open around Thanksgiving uh, of 2021. Um, I'm sorry, 2020, but it is not. It is open now. And it is great because the people have been lined up and they've got characters taking pictures in the alcove yeah, outside. So if you just want to stop Is it just by, me? Do the people look kind of close to the characters? Uh, those are handlers. Oh, okay. oh, I'm sorry. Those are plastic characters right now. Okay. That makes more so, sense to me. People are near plastic M&Ms. It is red and yellow. Uh, yellow is the peanut M&M. Mm-hmm. Red is the milk chocolate M&M. And uh, yeah, it's open. And along with that, of course, they've got a whole bunch of co-branded M&M and uh, Disney merchandise. And that is exclusive to the uh, M&M store in Disney Springs. So if you want to get something with a Mickey Mouse and M&M logo on it, uh, now is the time to do it. Um, I think we mentioned a couple weeks ago, they also have the Mickey Mix and the Mini Mix. Uh, The Mickey Mix is yellow, white, and black and white milk chocolate candies. And the Mini Mix is black, white, and red milk chocolate candies. All right. Fabulous. And let's have a construction update on our favorite entrance, the Osceola entrance. Things have slowed down a little bit. Uh Uh-oh. I thought it would have been done very quickly, but now they're still working on that same mini half of the uh, (laughs) signage, uh, which is in the right two lanes of traffic. Okay. Um, Mini has been completely unwrapped from plastic, which means her side is done. Good. Uh, But the letters are now being primed. So they're still working on the arch. All of the flags are off. The castle is off. They haven't even gone near Donald and uh, Goofy. Is it Goofy on the other so. side. They yeah. haven't even gone near Donald and Goofy yet. So um, I'm hoping maybe later this week it'll be done. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. In Universal, uh, Voodoo Donut has an exclusive donut. Yeah. Who knew that uh, Voodoo Donut would have a mobile app exclusive donut? Um, and uh, it doesn't sound too appetizing to me, and it does not have a name. But it is a yeast shell with marbled vanilla icing and gold sprinkles. It is filled with a cinnamon coconut whipped filling. That sounds pretty good. Does it to you? Yeah, that does. Yeah, to me, uh, not so much. All right. So, uh, yeah, it is the donut with no name. <laughs> okay, perfect. But it'll cost you three seventy-five. Well, that's nothing compared to uh, what? Ever- Everglaze? Everglaze? I wanted to call it Everclear. Different band. <laughs> All right. Um, around Universal, the Coquito is now available in order to celebrate Mardi Gras. That's right. Traditional Coquito is available, and you can get it um, without rum or with rum. Without rum will cost you $6. With rum will cost you $13.50. Um, it is pre-mixed, so if you buy it... Um, if you buy it, uh, you know, it, it's, you're going to get a standard mix. It's not like they're pouring the rum in right. the regular stuff. So... All right. There you go. And then there's some really big news regarding Disney World and um, Pop Warner where they do their, they usually have, uh, Pop Warner comes usually in September. In December. December? In December, yeah. you're right, yeah. to uh, to do their, their playoffs. Yes. Um, Pop Warner has moved their National Super Bowl Dance and Cheer Championships over to Universal Orlando Resorts, and they have partnered with Universal Orlando and Florida Citrus Parts Park, Florida Citrus Sports, uh, to make the move to Camping World Stadium and Universal Orlando Resort. Um, so you know, Universal does not have their own version of 
uh, wide world of sports. Right. So it sounds like the athletes and their families will be housed in Universal Resort properties. Um, and they will be playing their games um, in both the Camping World Stadium, which is where the Citrus Bowl plays. That is a big time, uh, I think, 40 or 50,000 seat stadium, as well as uh, stadiums owned by, I think it's Florida Citrus Sports, mm-hmm. um, which is another group that has um, access to fields around the Orlando area. So I, I think the tough thing there is that you lose that little Disney bubble. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, you're not always going to the same field because apparently these fields are spread out among Orlando. But uh, it is what it is. And I believe this is a 25-year commitment. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we've done, uh, or at least I have done Pop Warner for cheer competitions three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm quite familiar with it. I don't think moving to Universal is a bad idea. It's kind of, it's overwhelming in Disney World, and the packages are very expensive. They include a minimum of, like, a three-day ticket, and these kids, these families, you can't use a three-day ticket. You try to, it's during a, a week of school, so you try to minimize how long you're going to take your kids out. Um, you're lucky if your um, your competition time is, like, a, a Tuesday or a Monday or a Tuesday or a Thursday or a Friday because you can you take advantage of the weekend with it and maybe have the kids back only have to pull them out for three days. Um, but, you know, not everybody it doesn't always work out that way. So you're pulling these kids out for, you know, a fair amount of time. And then there's uh, practices on days. There's the actual competitions on days. I'm, I'm speaking from a cheer standpoint. I'm sure football is probably even worse. And then the time period that you could possibly go to a park is very small, maybe evenings. And you're using a full day of admission You've got, you know, you try to bring your whole family. It, it's it's very hard to do. It's very expensive. And I think that because there's a little less to do at Universal and um, it, it just gives people more of an opportunity. If you get a three-day ticket to Universal, you don't feel so bad using, you know, a couple of hours here and a couple of hours there. Right. I think the longer, the longer time of tickets for Universal are less expensive compared to Disney. So a four-day ticket for Universal is a lot less expensive than a four-day ticket to Disney. Okay. Um, anyway, I think it's a good move. All right. And I know that, a lot of people are not going to be happy, but... That frees up a lot of resort space in uh, Disney. It does. I think it's a really, really bad thing for Disney. Do you know they uh, annually, Pop Warner accounts for 25,000 room nights? Yeah. I minimum. Mean, and that's a minimum. If you go during that time, I mean, December um, typically that time period or like early January, kind of dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop Warner was what kept that period of time in early December busy. Otherwise, right. who's, you know, who's going? That's good. So this December might be a good time to go. Uh, I think this December is going to be a fabulous time to go. All right. All right. All right. Is that all we had? No, That's we had a SeaWorld update. One more story. Yeah, we have a SeaWorld update um, about concerts that they are going to be having there. That's right. Seven Seas Food Festival at SeaWorld uh, will begin Friday, February 5th. So that's coming up this week. And they will run their festival on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through May 9th. Um, It is included in regular admission. But the big news here is that they're going to uh, resume their concert series as a part of that. So... um, they have announced uh, the first set of musical guests, and this will be at SeaWorld's Bayside Stadium. Um, Air Supply will be playing on February 6th. 
Other artists announced include Chris Jansen, Blue Oyster Cult, and Jeremy Camp. More acts will be announced during the run of the festival. The, the headliners will play at 6 p.m., and local acts will be playing at other parts uh, of the day. Um, although the seating in the theater is set for limited capacity, uh, SeaWorld will be broadcasting the audio throughout the park. So if, you, uh, you know, if you're missing air supply, uh, <laughs> and you can check them out while you're riding, uh, you know. It's just nice that some place is going to have some concerts. It is. It's a good thing. And it's better than, uh, I was going to say it's better than the Voices of Liberty, but it's air supply, so I don't know how, <laughs> how that is. Maybe not better. Yeah. Any, uh, any parting words? No, that's all I got. All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>